Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome to part two of the Parkdale Haunt postmortem. You already know what the deal is, and if you don't, maybe check out part one. But anyways, let's dive back in. Um, Kate Bars. Yeah. Kate Bars. Um, Who asks, you've met. She was at my party. Oh, hello, Kate. Yes. Um, where is the singing fish now? Where is the singing fish? The singing fish is in our new show. That's where the singing oh, fish is. The singing yes. fish lives on. Oh, surprise, Ian. The singing fish is, the, is in the new show. <laughs> we just decided. Yes. Maybe in the crow episode. Maybe yeah. not. I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the singing fish went to, I think, went to another sale, a state sale, and was purchased by an unwitting recipient who felt that it was funny and quaint and whimsical. I think Owen went back and grabbed it from the tag. I think so. Oh, you think Owen grabbed it? I think so. I mean, if it it was only possessed in the house... Outside of the house, that's a pretty good uh, solid fish right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. An excellent point. Uh, um, so Owen has the fish, everybody. Owen has the I fish. I'm just saying. He's... Maybe, no, no. Maybe he I'm, I'm on board. That puts a lot of context into the joke that I made to Emily about where the fish ends up, so I'm not going to say it here, but... Uh, <gasps> ooh. Yeah, I think there yeah. might be some shippers oh. out there who Oh, it's be shipping time. <clears throat> oh, you leave I the bass s- out of it. <laughs> Owen, Owen with the bass. <laughs> Owen with the fish. In my good Christian podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yep. God. Um, God. Um, Sir, Sir Adrian on Discord asks, who is everyone's favorite side character? My lord. <laughs> My lord, yes. <laughs> Can we all say the fish? <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of really good side characters. Mm-hmm. There was a... I... I think that there's I mean like the obvious answer is like Abert. He's just a fucking hoot. Taylor did so great and I think he is like when it comes to like that like the the secondary characters, he's like right at the top. 
but we had so many good ones. Even just like really bit lines, there is some fun I ones. mean, I had such an incredible time acting against Judith Thompson. Yes. Uh, who, yes played who played Dana. Dana. And she's just honestly a legend. And <sighs> watching her, listening to her act was just an absolute masterclass. She had not really read the script before we gave it to her. <laughs> no. So she was just, she was doing a cold read. And then when it comes to the turn, uh, she just, she took, she took a moment, she took a breath and then she just gave it. Yeah. And every, it was incredible. I think everything in the episode is from the, for her first take. And yeah. that was, I think one of the most intimidating things I've ever done <laughs> as a director. And it was Absolutely amazing. Just a masterclass moment, and she was so good. Um, <laughs> just so fucking good. I think she was... She was, We had so many good side characters, though. Absolutely. Have, Debbie yeah. was incredible. Debbie, that would be Carolee Larson, who did that one. Yeah, she, she was fan, awesome. I loved Carolee doing that. I have a... Tabitha I have, was sick. Yeah. yeah. Amy, Amy, Amy Bowman. Bowman yeah. Jocelyn that, playing... Like, a constant like super smile that mm-hmm. like, yeah. makes you a little bit uncomfortable. Jocelyn, who played uh, Lydia, mm-hmm. Jocelyn Donna, she was just a fucking hoot. And uh, yeah, I I have a I I think one of the funniest moments I had was um, was directing episode twenty seven, which is the episode. Where they go? I'm they're trying totally to Christine. No, that's 24. <laughs> oh, sorry, um, oh. Christine. Christine. Christine Henslin. We yes. have to call her out. She's yes, amazing. Cuddly the haunted Christine. Doll. God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, episode 27. Where they go? They're trying to go back to Valerian, mm. and they're with Bird, and they're at his cottage. Um, and the scene in the parking lot. Ian, that's her boss, who you are telling to fuck off. Um, yeah, we didn't do it in the same room. No, but it was very <laughs> funny to direct. I directed them separately, and I was like, hey, man, I need you to sound uh, pleasant but threatening. And he went, how dare you typecast me? <laughs> so. I think it's a fun fact that I fictionally murdered your husband's boss. And, yeah. And yeah. your boss, correct? Yes, my other boss, yes. You yeah. killed, yes, you, you, you fictionally... Uh, my my husband's boss played um, Reggie in season two. Mm-hmm. Um, that would that'd be Doug. I feel Doug is great. I feel proud of that somehow. Yeah, no, um, yeah, he did a fantastic job. He was great. And uh, and then and then yeah, and then in season three, um, there's like a one-off character who is like screaming and be having his skin peeled off, and that is our other boss Vanya, who gets his skin ripped off. Um, Yes. Uh, I know Roanoke asked if there was any missing scenes and plot points. I think um, we, covered we kind of that. covered that. So, Roanoke, thank you. We've, thank uh, you. We kind of we got to that beforehand. Um, ooh. I really like the question, skipping over to Twitter, from Abby and the Goats, who on oh. Twitter, who I believe has the goat named Judith. Yes! She has a goat named Judith. She has a goat named Judith, and that it's was, so cool. That is Can you send us pictures of your goat? She, we, I she have photos some. of them. I will send you pictures of the goat, and the goat is so cute. The goat's nice. so um, cute. I love that there's a goat named Judith. It makes me so happy. Yeah, me too. It, made, it just fills me with joy. Uh, who asked, she asked, what is the most your character thing you've ever done? And vice versa. And vice versa. I guess the least character thing you've ever done. Ooh. But let's start with, what's, what's the, the most, most character thing in character done? thing you've ever done? God, I'm trying to think. Other than just being like... Uh, 
<laughs> this almost like I'm like I'm like ooh being a sad mess around Emily. <laughs> no, um, I mean yes, but uh, God, I think I think just being like relentless, like Judith in season one, where she's like, we're just gonna do this thing, and I'm like, I think that's just my vibe sometimes <laughs> of like, hi, like gonna make this thing now. <laughs> <laughs> so all of Judith in season one where she's like, let's make our like like podcast of fixing up the house is basically me kicking the door into both of you two and being like, hello, it's time to make a thing. Yeah, you would make me make a home reno podcast I if would, I inherited yes. a house. Emily, I have yeah. offered to paint your living room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I still have the paint chips on, on my wall. I'm coming over, man. I'm going to paint that living room. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, nice. forcing Emily to do home renos is my most <laughs> <laughs> my most Judith thing. I love that. Um, you guys do it now. Oh, for me, it's gotta it's gotta be charcuterie and food related. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's I think it it must just be good observational writing, but uh, I I I do that all the time. I you think know? I know you people well come enough. over and like. Well, I got to get the good challah and, Aww. like, make the plate and we have some food and, okay, with the music, let's go change it. You know, that all that all seems like very, very me, a little neurotic uh, about it, but that's fine. <laughs> you know? I remember the moment, I think it was season two when we were working on Owen and, and then we were just like, Owen Bakes. Owen Bakes. Owen Bakes. Owen Bakes. And mm-hmm. it just it just felt so right. That's the only thing that's not correct. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, Ian that's doesn't the one bake. thing is because I do. I will attempt baking. I but, see your uh, photos. Yeah, yeah, and they look they look okay good. sometimes, but they may not taste good. Ian bake, <laughs> Ian bake me stuff. I'm a I'm more of a cook. Ian cook me stuff. Yeah, I the science part of it uh, confuses and enrages me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I love baking, so I think yeah, part I, of yeah. that, part of that I, is... And also, yeah, what am I going to send you a photo of baking? Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Alex is an incredible <laughs> baker. Thank you. So talented. I'm, I'll make you pizza, though, no problem. Ian, make you pizza. Okay. Mm, yeah, I would love that. Um, okay, so mine is, uh, there are probably many, but the one that I was thinking of when we got this question is that last year, I went on a trip, a weekend trip, to a haunted house. Oh my god, yes, you and did. <laughs> I specifically went there because I knew that it was a house that was haunted. And I went with a Ouija board and a pendulum and nice. uh, we sat down and we we left an offering to the spirit and we started doing the Ouija board and we were talking to this was um, an old manor house in small town Ontario. So the house had used to be owned by the man who um, owned the logging company in town. And he was and, like, cut down trees. And uh, so his, anyway, so we're doing this sort of Ouija board. And what he tells us is that um, his death was mysterious. And Ooh. he asks us to look into it. And so me, Emily, I just go, hell yeah, I'm going to solve <laughs> I'm going to solve who murdered you. Oh my I am God. going to help you, spirit. Let me know what I like what I need to do to help you. Let's do this. You need to the, call your friend Alex. Oh my God. The most accurate thing is that Emily would be like, yeah, let's go look into this and me being like not a chance. <laughs> 
not a fucking chance. Yeah. I don't want to fucking deal with this. No, thank you. I know. And I did have a moment because that night was really scary when we spent the night because um, there was this closet door that kept coming open even when we thought that we had like locked it shut. It would just pop open like with a lot of force My God! and um, drawers kept coming open too. Okay, when we do our writer's workshop, I'm picking the location. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to go somewhere. God. <sighs> but instead of being, I wasn't scared. I was just, uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, me and this ghost, we're going to make it happen. You were like, and then, neat. <laughs> and then I had a moment. We were in the house and we opened the door to this creepy basement. And when we opened the door, it's just, it was pitch dark, uh, the, the steps down to the basement. And we both just got like the most dark vibes imaginable. So we just slammed the door shut and we put the latch on. So I have learned something from Parkdale Haunt. Excellent. I didn't go into the basement. I love that. Thank <laughs> God. Um... Ooh, okay, I want to follow up with, um, this is from um, Tashi Sahib Ataba on Twitter. Is there an episode that still creeps you out to this very day? Episode one. That's the one that scares you? Yeah. (laughs) The way that it ends. Welcome home. It just, like, that was the, like, little uh, backstory tidbit. That, like, welcome home and, and all that stuff was built into the promo that we built yes like before this even came to be a show it was like a proof of concept thing it was like a minute or two long yeah we did that one uh, day yeah and some of that is from there and that just that last little end sequence to this day i listened to it recently and uh, still hairs on my arms stand Mm. up there's something about it. I don't know. It's your delivery. It's like the the. Was that me? Yeah, that was you. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff that like if you're like, what's that spooky ghost? It's one of us. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. Judith, but it yeah, was yeah. it was you. It was me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Every time you say hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do that. Um, Emily. I honestly, I do think that just hearing myself as possessed Claire in general creeps me out quite a bit. Um, Claire herself and I have a ton in common, but possessed Claire and I have very <laughs> little in common. <laughs> and uh, when I when I'm listening to to myself speak to her speak, I, I just feel like I'm like it's like a sliding doors moment, and I'm like the person I could have become uh, but did not. You know? Yeah, I can see that. It's, and it just it just it creeps me out. She's the Laguna Beach <laughs> version of you. Um, and then, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and the other one that, like, well, yes, this is also a Possessed Claire thing, but it's, like, uh, in episode 26 when it's uh, Possessed Claire lecturing real Claire. Sometimes Ooh, yes. when I'm just, like, sitting around my house and I'm like, hmm, your life's not going very well. I have little upbeat Emily being like, yeah, it's so sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> just like, Possess- shut up, Possessed Claire. That was She's still alive. <laughs> that was uh, that was fun to rec- that was fun to record, but also very spooky. It was, and yeah. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. I think... For me, it is episode eight, um, and that is the one the where the the motif of do you know do you trust your friends comes in, and recording that ending and cutting that ending together, where Judith and Owen first hear the um, do you trust your friends, like coming back over and over again, like that was like very, like like hair standing up the first time I heard it, um, and I think the thing that upsets me the most. 
um, is either it's a tie between uh, Claire's final message in the season finale and uh, the uh, corrupted recording in episode 29 where it's the one where they it's like the recording from the the box if Owen had died. Oh God, yeah. That one, that one to this day oh. is like I, I, I can't handle that one. It yeah. makes me too upset. That one's tough. That one. I so, sorry. I was thinking about Claire's final message to Judith today when I was sort of like reflecting on the show because I think writing that like wrecked me emotionally because <laughs> like, I, I have a very specific memory of like writing a draft of it and then whenever I was writing like Claire monologues I would write them and then I would record myself speaking them and then I would take a walk around the block and listen to it so I'd done that for Claire's final message and I just like put in my headphones and took a walk around the block and then halfway through this walk around the block I just started crying oh my god (laughs) yeah that was it was like midnight and at the time I've since moved but at the time I lived in a very like suburban (laughs) neighborhood (laughs) and I like I was the only single person for like blocks and blocks and blocks so it's all these like happy families and then there's just Emily just like crying in the middle of a suburban street at midnight that one that one is tough and also um, when we recorded the in the the finale um, Owen's final messages to Judith um, I left the room, Ian, when you recorded those, so I didn't hear them until I did the edit, and that was very tough. Yeah, um, that was that was a a heavy one to do. For that was sure. a hard one. That was that doing that recording, doing that finale was really tough. I think both in the way of like kind of like saying goodbye to the show, but also just the heightened emotion of doing it, and that was, like, really... Yeah, we were saying goodbye to a lot of things at that point, like the the physical space that we were recording in as well. that was our last recording in there, and that was a tough one. So it kind of tied in together, but, uh, yeah, that was was heavy as well. Yeah, that that, doing that final one, because the very, very last thing that was recorded was all of the final scenes with Judith and Owen in the series finale, um... And, uh, and yeah, I just remember just absolutely being wrecked for the rest of the day <laughs> yeah. doing, after doing that and like just losing it at you in the booth. <laughs> yeah. I love that we went from, is there an episode that creeps you out to like, what destroyed you emotionally? What, what <laughs> broke you as a human? Um, okay. Um, let's- Actually, I think that segues really well into Digital Roadmap's question. Yes. Which was just, how are you all doing since the show wrapped? Destroyed. How, <laughs> how have you reacted to the response of all this? God, we... I, 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 we always come back to this. We always come back to the fact that we never thought this show would be as popular as it was. And 2.5 million people have downloaded this show. Thank you. Jesus thank Christ. You. Are you Each okay? Every one of you. Um, yes. Thank you so much. It's, it's, it's still, it's still amazing. It's still amazing. And it still blows my mind to this day. I think um, that I can't fathom it. I can't. No. I can't. I, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I, I see the numbers, but my little brain just cannot understand it. It's yeah. more than five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just made this because we wanted to make a thing mm-hmm. and uh and had a lot of fun doing it. And 
I'm really, really always so glad and appreciative that people, that it connected with people and that they, they love it and that they, they listen to the show and that they, they let us know that they love the show. And yeah, I don't know. It's still, it still blows my mind. And I really hope that what, what we do next is something that people also love or yeah. at the very least like listen to. I was thinking about that because it is, it was such a surprise to us how popular the show became. Mm-hmm. And we really just started this project as being just such a labor of love. And I think, I think though, as a team, just anything we approach will always be, this sounds so cheesy, but it'll just always be like really love driven first. Yes. Um, As much as I joke about, Selling out, which I mean, listen, I could use the money, but give me, uh, give me that cash. <laughs> we all have a price, it's not as high as you think. Yeah, I think each one of us, uh, to your point, Emily, I think anyway, forgive or uh, interrupt me if I'm wrong, but like, we're all the type of people that will approach something and only give 100% or more. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't matter what it is. We physically are incapable, <laughs> maybe to some detriment at times, <laughs> to not go full bore uh, all the time. Well, did you um, build yourself a coffin? Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't build myself a coffin because I didn't have the coffin tools available at the time. What I did do, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Bringing her back around. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, and I think, too, that, like, just, just, and I'm, I'm like, such a fucking sucker but i i like getting the chance to like work with both of you and to do all this stuff and to make this show and to make more stuff with both of you has been such a privilege and treat and it just it pushes me onwards every time to like make something more and to make something fun that we can all really enjoy doing and we can make together and i know that's very that's very sappy, but I, I do think one of the comments I see I quite I see quite often is these people feel like they're friends. The characters feel like they actually do care for each other, and I think that that comes from a really real place, yeah. and that it, and I, I'm I'm glad that that translated through into the show. That because it was really important to us that these characters like care about each other and that it's not just like these like kind of flat relationships that they feel rounded and complex and interesting and deep and uh yeah I'm and I'm just like a big big sappy baby (laughs) yeah no oh right okay so that was that's what I was going to say which is just that it is a little bit intimidating as we go into new projects um, knowing that, you know, there is a bar. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think that as we've been talking about what comes next and everything around that, I think we just keep coming back to the core of the show, which is of Parkdale Haunt, which was really about these relationships. And I think that that sort of spirit and that energy is what I think is more important to focus on than will any new project have more download numbers or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. you know? I mean, if there's a bar then, you know, I'll be there anyway. So <laughs> I want to walk straight Wait, into it. Let's it do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> See you there. Oh, my God. It's God. a dad joke. Hey. Oh, Jesus. God. God. <laughs> Sorry. Um, 
We quick question from Rebecca Daly Brogrowski. I'm so sorry. I'm so bad at saying names. When you started the podcast, did you know how you wanted it to end, or did what was that? Oh my god! Oh, it's the cleaner trying to get in. (laughs) It's a ghost. Um, When you started the podcast, did you know how you wanted it to end, or did the story evolve into what it became through the writing process? And were there any characters that you wanted to survive that didn't? Um, And the answer is. Um, I think we had a basic idea of what was going to happen. We knew it was going to be um, three seasons, ten episodes each, and we had a very vague idea, but it changed a lot. And this comes back to it what did. we talked about at the top, um, that things changed a ton. Um, but, man, uh, I remember heading into season three and being like, we got to have this be final. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to, like, we're, someone's going to die. <laughs> Yep. And really making that choice. Yeah. I was scared for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to kill Ian for real. Um, no, like me, like personally, Ian Bodie. Oh, God. Yeah. That we were going to I kill gonna you, kill Ian yeah. Bodie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, no. but. Um, Josh Hare, do you believe in any. Wait, go- wait, wait, wait. Ooh. I have one more point on oh. that. Ooh. Okay. Ah, tell um, me. Which is the question was, were there any characters that you wanted to survive that didn't? Mm. So I I didn't need Adam to survive, but I think that we missed out oh. on making a great joke. There was one joke, and we were talking about this beforehand that would have been so good, and we did not get it. Yeah. What? Which was? Can I know the joke? Or? No. Um, oh. Yes. Um, season three, one of the jokes that did not make it in was... Um, Adam coming back from being possessed and then being really upset that his credit score had been ruined. Oh, come on! <laughs> being like, my credit score, it's, it's destroyed. I worked so hard to keep it at 900. I mean, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. Right? It would have been very good. So, okay. yeah, that's Whatever. that's my only, that's my only regret. That's the only regret is that we didn't get to make Thank that joke. Thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah. You're welcome. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> so, moving on. Uh, Josh Hare says, "Do you believe? Do any of you believe in ghosts for real?" Ooh, good question. Well, I think I've made my stance clear. Emily is here for yeah, them. She's ghosty out there boys. finding them like yeah. every other Tuesday. Yeah, she's here. <laughs> she's, she's like ghost house. Yes, yes, um, basically. I, I, I am uh, agnostic on ghosts. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. really. I think I have to like not believe in them because I am. <laughs> such a scaredy cat that if I believed in them, I'd be uh, too, too scared. (laughs) I am such a baby. That's why I write horror stuff, because it helps me get through this. (laughs) Processing. Oh my God, I'm such a scaredy baby. Um, Uh, What do I do? What do I do? I believe in... in, I don't. What, In what heaven, you, this good Christian podcast. Like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's ghosts in there too, isn't there? Yeah, they're but, all ghosts. Uh, Christianity, they're all. Yeah. Yeah. The father no, of the, like father um, the ghost and the ghost. Uh, impressions, uh, energy impressions in uh, physical spaces. I, I think can can hold things. I'm not sure what they are. Uh, f- f- call them fingerprints or or thumbprints or a nice butt on the couch. If you will, um, uh, I think people leave more impressions on the places that they are than is physically you're able to perceive. And if you want to delve in to that a little bit deeper, let's go 
to a park and do some mushrooms. All right. We'll talk about that. I'll see That's you on That's where Saturday. I stand. <laughs> I like that. But Josh also asks another question that I have to ask both of you, which where is... Where do you get mushrooms? No. His, his question is, would you rather fight seven Alex-sized ducks or seven duck-sized Alexes? Thanks, Josh. I don't think you know how tall I am, which is average. I'm five foot seven. I'm, I'm going with... Um, <laughs> The ducks. The duck-sized Alex's? Yep. Or are you going to bring fight? those on. No, dude, I don't care how big or small you are. <laughs> You're still coming at me with 110%. Yeah. That's I'm, like what? I'll fucking fight you. 100%. Wait, so, so you're fighting the Alex-sized ducks? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm fighting the duck-sized Alex's. Oh, I love the fact that Ian's just like, I don't trust the tiny Alex's. No, you'll get into fucking <laughs> places, you. dude. One will distract you, and then all of a sudden there's four in the vent. <laughs> no, you got to think. Gulliver's travel is can, very upsetting. <laughs> you can change your answer, Emily, if you want to. It's it's okay. No, These I mean, ducks, I think I'm... They're too big to fly physically. They can't. <laughs> they got to walk around like weird fucking, like, I don't know, that bird from Sesame Street. Big bird? Oh, the big, yeah. <laughs> the big bird. The big bird. His name is Big Bird. Yeah. I mean, at least they're Shit. ducks and not geese. Because if they true. were geese... If they were geese, I'm out. I'm, I don't fucked. play the game. I leave yeah. the country. Bags packed. Y'all can fucking figure it out on your own. There's a bunch of geese here, and they're all mad, and they're all wearing, like, a really dumb t-shirt like Alex yeah, would. That's that's my answer. Yes. Am I allowed to have a weapon in this scenario? Okay, this no. changes you, everything. Because then, then, then the tiny Alexes get a weapon. Okay. Yeah. No, that's don't give the them rule. weapons. <laughs> See, okay, so then I'm losing this fight either way. <laughs> I don't know, those ducks, man, they'd be confused. They'd be like, why am I so big? I'm so lowered. Okay, so maybe I am changing my answer. Wow. Because I could use my wits on the ducks, but not on the mini Alex. Well, love... you had that Ducks Unlimited beer, too. So. Yeah, it's true, oh I did, God. so I'm ready to take on some ducks. I love like, I I like ducks. ducks, though. They're cute. They well, then you cute. could befriend them, and then <gasps> fucking conflict resolved. There Excellent. we go. That's what I'm doing. I'm talking to the seven Alex-sized ducks, and I'm like... Why are we fighting? What's the real problem here? Is I, it, are you mad because you're so big? Let's get into this. I you love know? that my reputation is that you would rather fight giant ducks than tiny <laughs> versions you're of You're fucking me. crafty, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to fucking fight you. You're going to um, get into shit. Uh, um, just a few more. Um, at Retro on Discord did ask us if we were working on new projects. We are. We have touched on that. If you were creating another show, would you stick to horror or would you tackle a different genre? Hmm. Eventually. We got feelings in other genres. Beautiful feelings. That's still I mean, what? Um, We've been talking about other genres, so I think that you just got to wait and see. Yeah. And see what we do. We'll see how long they put up with me. I don't know. Uh, let's do, let's do Pine Hutch. Um, the, which one do you want to do? There's two. Okay, so Pine Hutch asks, Parkdale Haunt, even though it has broad appeal, was also really grounded in a sense of place. It's such a Toronto show and an Ontario show. Was there any writing, directing, or sound design engineering choices that stand out as being particularly important to make it feel authentic about where the show was set? And is that very real sense of place something you'd want to explore again in audio drama? So to that second part, yes. Yes. 
the next. first part. <laughs> yes, we're gonna we're, we'll be staying in Toronto. Um, I like to believe in the first part. Yeah, we sent Ian to an en route to record. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> get out there, Ian. Start driving. Um, yeah, I mean, well, it, it was it was so important to make this place think the show feel like Toronto and to have fun with Toronto as a place and make it like a little bit of a character. I don't know, Ian, if you were thinking about like sound design stuff, like of like making it authentic to the city. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's some stuff uh, like in the episode where we uh, go through the subway. There's into, uh, into the path. There, there are uh, you know the actual subway sounds of yeah of uh, the stations that we run through and and the halls and the path itself. Uh, I did some uh, location recording to kind of capture that. I don't and think then, I knew that. Yeah, dude. Uh, huh. Yeah, had to make it. Uh, you know, legit. That's cool. Fun um, fact, I actually, the section that I, when when writing that scene that I pictured in my head, um, I, when I take the subway to go to work, sometimes, I that's where I get off. And every time I think, ooh, scary. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then, yeah, for, for in terms of, like, considerations of, of sound design uh, as emotional, um earmarks and important things i mean for me that's that's always that's baked into what i do like that's part of my job so for sure um a lot of those places and times of day and stuff are very important to me when i build those things um so if you as the listener feel like they are capturing authentic places then uh, i've done my job so and i also think too it's fun like getting questions of people being like why is the bathroom at that restaurant in a basement? And you're like, yeah, it's a very Toronto thing to be like, where's the bathroom downstairs? Um, that's very real and constant in the city. There's lots of little things about the city that make it into the show. And I always yeah. enjoy, sometimes I get people asking me like, did you actually record this in the subway? <laughs> or like, did you actually record this outside? And I'm all like, oh, well, that's the magic that Ian does. Yes. Some, uh, we did not record any of the, the voices, no. Yeah. No. Um, but we've uh, placed them there. Yeah. You know, through the magic of... Yeah, I think people were imagining us as actors Sitting acting outside. in a subway. Right, yes. right. Which, I mean, hey, if we had the time and budget... Oh, it would be amazing. <laughs> For I, season four. I think I think the scene that's... That uh, million dollar thing... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get that million dollars will go to a good place. Hell yeah. <laughs> My bank account. Um, Still didn't record in the subway. <sighs> I think I think one of the scenes that I always think about when it comes to like location and stuff is in um, the penultimate episode in 29 when you have that moment where they go and they sit in the park and they're having the champagne yeah. and they're sitting outside and that scene was one of... I feel, it was very emotional to listen to record. It was very emotional to listen to still to this point, and it's one of those ones that feels very real. That's one like, of the the ones I was thinking about when when I was saying my um, bit earlier, um, just to like to create that space where like it feels it and it's a Toronto feel like yeah. the the crickets are from here and the echo and the delay and. The scene, like I can see it in my head, mm-hmm. which it's is a real park. What I well, that I can, at. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. which I tried to recreate, yeah. obviously, but uh. but yeah, just in terms of Toronto, I think it's worth saying again. We have said this before, but Toronto is a city that often serves as a stand-in for other cities. So a lot of things are 
uh, filmed here that end up being in the movies, Chicago or New York or whatever. And we wanted, we made a very specific choice that we were like, no, Toronto is our home. We want to set this in Toronto. We mm-hmm. want Toronto to be a huge part of it. Yeah. And because we love the city. Yeah, I think I think that's important. The the that I think like in a in a really cheesy way so much of this comes back to like loving the process, the characters and loving the city that it's set in and having that be such a through line of everything that the the show is about. And I I am excited to make more stuff set here and to build more on this space because there's a lot. There's so much to explore in this place. And we were also joking that in the Parkdale <laughs> Haunt extended universe, we just follow wherever I move. Yes. <laughs> oh. I first lived in Parkdale. And yep. then I lived in another neighborhood of Toronto, <gasps> which will be featured in the new show. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to give. All right. That was a very heartfelt feeling. I want to give Pine Hutch's other question, which was directed at me. But I'm going to give it to both you guys, which mm. is um, so uh, uh, some context to this. Um, if if you're like, damn, I I really miss Judith, or at the very least, the sound of Alex's voice. I'm on a D and D actual play podcast called Dice Shame. Please listen. But Pine Hutch asks, so what D and D classes would everyone be or play? I would like to. I'm curious about both the characters and us as real people because I can tell you as a real person, I play as a druid because I'm a filthy hippie, um, and I know what Emily plays at as a real person. Yes, as a real person, I'm a rogue. I'm always a rogue. I like to stab. I like to hide. I like to shoot things with arrows. And I like that nature. Is what I do. And I stab nature. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> Ian, I want to say that you play as like, in my head, you play as a wizard or something. Like, I feel like. Like me, Ian? You, Ian. Half Elf Ranger. There it is. Nice. Yes, that was my next thought. Was either it was it was either going to be something where you're like either a hardcore magic user or a hardcore marshal, and I was like, because yeah, Hondo P. Yes. Yeah, so Ranger Ranger makes sense. Oh my god. For the win. God, filthy Rangers out there with your arrows fighting from a distance. Oh, that's the best way. In oh. the shadows. How dare you all? In the shadows. Oh, I'm out here. I'm a fucking utility caster. How dare you? Um, what do you think your D and D class, your character would be? Halfling. No Aww. classes, not race. What character class? Okay, yeah. I thought you meant um, what would Owen's character? What would Owen's character be? Halfling. What? Uh, well, a halfling. Um, I want to say. A, uh, oh, that no. I feel like it might be a wizard. Paladin, maybe. Do you want to smite the unholy? No. I think, I think, I think, I think he wants to be a halfling bard. Oh, oh and would be I a bard. That. Yes. Just or, like kind of bouncing around, like helping people out. Yeah. Yeah. Making like jolly with the old ukulele. He's like a gnome artificer or something. Yeah. He's like building. Every once in a while, though, they come in handy. It's true. It's true. I think Claire's a fighter. 
Uh, Claire plays as whatever Judith tells her she should. She's like a she's like a tiefling fighter. <laughs> um, and Judith yeah. told her that should be her character, so she's yeah. like, sure. Um, but then she keeps trying to break all the rules. Yep. And then she gets mad when the DM tells her that she can't do these things. I stab him. You didn't roll high enough. Well, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, well, I stab him anyway. But uh, I just did. You can't tell yeah. me what to do. I yeah. just did. He's bleeding. Yeah, yeah. he's dying. He's fine. he's dead. What now, are you gonna do so about that? You want to roll? for that? Stab him yeah. the fucking nose. I can't, you can't stop me. Um, Judith is a cleric. She's a cleric all the way. So, and yeah, I just I just think she'd be like, yeah, like a, like a human cleric or something. <laughs> just being like, I want to be a magic user, but not all the way, but I also want to be kind of OP. <laughs> so, but real me, I play as a druid. So, listen to Dice Shame. Fuck. Um, <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, last question for us. And this is from Hello from the Hollywoods. <laughs> oh, hi. our friend. Hi, William. Hi, William. Hi. Hi, hi William. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they say, what are your favorite tips for sprucing up a shoddy and maybe haunted apartment? I would like to tell a story. Yes. I have recently moved into a new apartment. I'm going to paint your living room. And Alex is going to paint my living room. It's going to look really nice. (laughs) Um, But another thing Alex has done for me is kept an eye on Instagram for haunted decor. Yes. So a local antique shop uh, came up with a haunted mirror. (laughs) And Alex messaged it to me immediately. Yep. And I had bought it within... Five minutes. Yeah, I said to you, I was like, Emily, haunted mirror. And you were like, I bought it. It's done. I own it now. It's my haunted mirror. So, of course, my tip for sprucing up a shoddy and maybe haunted apartment is, have you considered making it more haunted? (laughs) (laughs) Just... Add a little bit more hot to it. It's just, it's like, it's like that thing in The Simpsons of Mr. Burns where he's so sick that all the germs can't get through the door. And and it's like, if there's too many ghosts, they can't haunt you. Because they're just packed in there. Okay, that's a bold move. I like that. Exactly. So, uh, I I pass the torch to the two of you. Oh, my God. Um, Ian, do you know what you would, how you would spruce up a shoddy haunted apartment? Uh... Okay, so here's here's one thing. Um, creaky banisters, while scary, <laughs> are unsafe. You're going to want to secure those. Uh, thanks, uh, Adam. As much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and then... My credit score! <laughs> what you're going to want to do... How dare you! Just go to Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to want to buy a sledgehammer. What? And just make sure the fence posts and the posts oh of the awning God. are real secure. Ian, help me redo my kitchen. Thank you. I gotta tear some. Now, once you got that shit done, out of there, yeah, just simply apply a thin coat of white paint, dust it with graphite, and then you can see all the ghostly handprints going down the Ooh. stairs. Ooh, I like that. Oh, can we work that into my apartment, Alex? Yes, I can. Okay, I great. Can do that. Fantastic. Three oh. days later. My apartment's covered in graphite. Oh, my God. God. I don't know. That was my contribution. That's a good contribution. Thank you, Ian. I, uh, I don't know. I... I, I think that you just need to make the space as comfortable as possible for both, both yourself and 
whatever may be haunting you. So I'm a big fan of like lots of like very cushy upholstery things, some like good pillows. I would say make the space feel very warm. You want to be inviting because you want the ghost to feel good in there. And if you feel good and the ghost feels good, everyone's fucking great. It's like the best time. So like, like, you know, like a nice warm toned jewel tone paint. Um, I don't recommend taping your edges. I recommend just learning how to paint like with a proper brush to do your edges. And uh, this is why Alex is painting my apartment for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I uh, call me for all of your interior design needs. I have so many opinions, but um, yeah, I don't know. And uh and yeah, I think just uh, I'm a big fan of leaving an offering. Find out what they like. Uh, Leave them like a little yep. like a little snacky bit or something. Maybe your ghost likes an orange. Maybe they like a beer. Leave a little bowl out. See what they see what they're into. Yeah. If all else fails, it'll kill your fruit flies. Sit so and listen. Yes. Oh, I wish I had a ghost that would kill fruit flies. Do it. Oh my god. Oh, time to scourge of the time city. To they, they start with fruit flies and then they get power mad and it's regular <laughs> flies god oh, yeah so haunted yeah. that yeah and that's all we have for questions and i think that was it was the show's been out the show's been done for a year but i think it was very fun to like revisit it a little and to talk about it because it, it was a good time it was a fun time yeah it was great to learn how to talk again yeah oh my god yeah it's been uh it's been did about, i do it did i talk oh my god <sighs> what happened i hope so um, <laughs> I, I, I want to share, I'm just going to quickly share the story of the time that we recorded. Alex, do you know where Emily is? Okay, Ian, all right, all right. So, <laughs> Guys, I, I, I think I'm in a high school hallway. Oh, my God. Um, um, I, I want to quickly share the story of the time that we recorded on a weekend, um, and uh, Ian and I were closing up in the studio, and I think you went to the bathroom or something, and I was shutting everything down, and like five minutes passed, and you text me, and it just says, hey, sorry I couldn't make it in today, <laughs> but like hopefully we can like reschedule and record next weekend, and for like a split second, I had like six heart attacks. That so, was a good one. God fucking damn it, and you came back in just like... <laughs> yeah. That's one of my one of my finer moments. Oh, it was beautiful, but also I I swallowed my own heart there yeah. for yeah. like a split second. <laughs> oh my god. That this this was Parkdale Haunt. That was Parkdale Haunt. And uh we got more stuff coming up, so keep listening and uh keep your eyes on the feed, keep your eyes on our socials. And uh, there will be more news and more fun things. And yeah. Yeah. Follow us on social media at Parkdale Haunt everywhere. Yes. And we will be updating you as we go. We just have to go into our little writer's cave. Uh, Alex yes. won't come with me to a haunted house, so we'll find somewhere else. A haunted, a haunted uh, holiday inn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, is there anything else that people are working on that you want to promo? I wrote a book. Emily wrote a book. Uh, it's a horror novel. Yes. Uh, could use a publisher. So. Publish Emily's novel. <laughs> yeah, publish, yes. publish my novel. Publish Emily's it's novel. It's fun. Well, actually, it's not fun. It's no. not a it's fun novel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's scary. Yes. If you love horror and you... If you love horror, if you haven't gotten enough possession from Parkdale Haunt... Uh, pay Emily to publish her novel. And if you want to learn about my hometown in California, which was pretty foggy and spooky, yeah. that's all in the novel. Mm. There you go. Ian, what are you doing? I would love uh, for someone to publish my child, 
to sleep through the night. <laughs> if that's available. Um, Publishers? Could, Is that could, a thing? I yeah. don't know if... I'm reaching here. $45,000 for it as an advance to get your daughter to sleep. Very, very cute. And, uh, uh, she is very cute. Um, yeah. No, but uh, I got some stuff in the hopper, but nothing uh, that pertains to, to here, I think. All right. Um, I'm going to be a self-serving piece of shit here and promo some things. But, I, uh, yeah, if you're if you're like for some reason, want to hear more of my voice. I don't know why, but um, please listen to Dice Shame. It's on Rusty Quill. Um, it is a D&D actual play podcast, and it's a lot of fun. Um, also, if you listen to Malevolent, Harlan Guthrie from that is on that as well. Um, it's, a, it's a fucking hoot. Um, I have appeared, I'm currently appearing randomly, sporadically, on the most recent season of The Silt Verses, um, and I'm just occasionally popping up on other shows. Uh, I just I just show up places, man. I'm just here. <laughs> Check them out. They're good. I don't know. They're all great. Um, I just I just show up. So, but uh, yeah, um, be startled by me appearing on podcasts you listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, terrifying thank you so much for listening Um, keep your eyes on our socials and uh, anything you want to leave off with Oh, I guess you can follow us personally on social media too. Yes, if you want. If you really, if you it's really, it's just my name. It's Emily Kellogg. Yes, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm not professional. Mine's Salt and Ketchup, on uh, Instagram. And mine's Warren Gaussian. W A. You gotta oh, spell that one. <laughs> w A R N G A L Y C O N. I've never spelt it with my mouth. Oh, my God. Yeah. Whoa. I don't know. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. And uh, we will see you. Thank you so much. Yes. Seriously. Thank you. We love you. We love you all. We love you. Unison beer open. Click. 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 We'll see you soon. Look out at the lawn. You know where Claire dumped that guy's ashes yesterday? There are nettles out there now. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> She's begun. No. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> <coughs> wow. That's not him. <laughs> I don't know who that was, but they were fun. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right. She's begun. What the fuck do you mean she's begun? It's going to be hard to find. Well, that's not going to be really. I think get rid of that line. Get rid of my line. My line's dumb. My line's dumb. Get it out of here. Get the this, this episode's fuck gonna get edited on the fly. Line. Get this line the fuck out get of here. Get off my set. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Let us all bathe in the blood of the anal innocent <laughs> and held. What is that? Oh no. Oh no. This poem is bad. This is a naughty, naughty poem. Or else we're screwed, Owen. And if one of us burns, all of us burn. Fuck, okay, Jude, Jesus. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's just really going through it. Um, All right. Every choice. You, oh, whoa. Well, mm, mm. <laughs> that's, that's a tone shift. <laughs> <laughs> Every choice you make. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I got so excited. <laughs> okay, let's see that again. <clears throat> Don't turn around. There's just a guy near the booth selling juice. 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 He's either, either booth juicer. 
Juicer, suck my tongue. Watch out, he's a tongue snatching boots, Juicer. Boots, <laughs> Juicer. Uh, right. <clears throat> Tell Judith I miss. <laughs> I miss her. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe that's why I picked you three up. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Should I send this? No, no it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go lie down. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's get that last line. <laughs> I switched from saying going to gonna. Yeah, I realize, yeah. <laughs> Midway, and that, that created an interesting sound. It did, it did. Claire, Claire's losing it about midway through. Okay. <clears throat> is it is it hidden? Yeah. I mean, sorry, I should whisper. That's stupid. <laughs> is, is it hidden? Yeah. Okay, recording this while I attempt this tar tatin. See, I fucked up already. Sorry. Yeah. They don't know what's coming. They know what's coming. Oh, they know what's coming. (laughs) They don't know what's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Then what are you doing in here? (laughs) What the fuck? No, I am not okay. Please hand me a goddamn towel. No, it's like there's a hole. There's a hole lead up there. Oh, I'm sitting oh God, in the living Owen. room. Yeah, oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed that part. Yes, I'm sitting in the living room. <laughs> um, I was just I'm... like, <laughs> that means a totally different thing if you don't say the rest of the lines. Yeah. <laughs> like you're fucking peeping Tom or something. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't look at me! No. This... Everybody is beautiful! Boop. Sorry, where are we starting? <laughs> did, did I overhear correctly? Um, bottom of page eight. Uh, line, did I overhear? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. I was like, at first I thought you were asking, did I overhear correctly? And it's like, no, it's the line. <laughs> okay, great. Sorry. Let's start that again. Boop. Yesterday, I didn't know you could just strip pieces of someone's flesh from their bones like that, but here we are. Ah! <laughs> Keep that. We're not gonna. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Sorry, Vanya. You've been replaced by me. Sorry, Vanya. You're cut. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Get in there. Okay. Beep. Beep. I think. Do you like the heat? You will soon. (laughs) I like that. I like to take a line. Hello?